0: It's your boy the one and only a switch. AKA Why he hip without the hip though? AKA AKA. <laughs> Who let all these peaches in the house? AKA Let me give you that knee. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it there. <laughs> uh give you yet another episode of Switching site. Sorry, I had to restart because uh, I was I I at least thankfully realized immediately I wasn't recording uh MP3. So I was like, let me let me rewind it back, rewind it back, and do that. So today's date is uh January fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Recording this super duper late. Uh like I said, like I already told you, this is the midnight hours edition. Oh yeah. This is the uh this is the midnight hour edition. I hope you're ready. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make that weird. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. Episode I had to check it. 87. We're getting up there, man. The consistency is staying. Which I'm very personally, personally proud of. So um man. Not sure where I go from here. Well, I mean, you know, world-wise, uh, yeah, we're still uh, still from the craziness that happened last weekend, and then just, boy, I don't even feel like talking about it, just how fucking crazy it is, so I'm not, <laughs> how surreal and crazy it is, so, and you know what? I forgot get my tabs up. Let me do that. Let me do that, cause what is this show without uh? Looking at my topics to discuss and talk about. Okay, so fairly interesting week this week, I'd say, uh, in the gaming world, uh, some some interesting little tidbits, <laughs> tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'm not drunk, I promise. Um interesting tidbits that uh that happened this week. So um yeah. You know what? Without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. So first topic of discussion. Square Enix, you got to say it like that, Square Enix, trademarks Ever Crisis, The First Soldier, and Shinra Loco in Japan. So, um, those that don't know, who aren't uh, Final Fantasy fans, uh, this definitely, hugely hints at uh I'd say a couple characters. I guess for most most people in the game realm that may are most likely familiar. Uh I believe first soldier generally refers to Separoth. Sephiroth. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Sephiroth, Sephiroth. Okay. I'm sorry, I had to get that out. I had to get that out the system. Um and uh, Ever Crisis, I think they're all around Crisis, uh, at least specifically, uh, the game I played before I played again before playing Final Fantasy VII Remake before that came out, and I am very, 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 uh, glad I did because boy, is there a lot of without spoiling anything, there is a lot of references heavily um that refers to Crisis Core for sure so i'm going to leave it at that without spoiling anything but man there is a lot it definitely pays off to um uh, play to have played Crisis Core before playing Final Fantasy VII remake that's all uh that's all i'm going to say there so um, but yeah, so this definitely refers to a lot of those uh, IPs, at least specifically in the Final Fantasy Seven realm. So I'm it, it's just curious where this could go because I mean, I don't think it would be a Final Fantasy Seven remake sequel. I think it would likely be a um. It will likely be maybe some crisis collection or something that maybe compiles all of the like Final Fantasy seven um, side games and stuff like Dirge of Cerberus, maybe, uh, maybe not uh, considering the reception of that game, at least from what I've heard, I haven't played it myself uh, to attest to that specifically, but a uh, uh, interesting uh, tidbit um, from RotoBit. bit, on uh a Nintendo wire uh, in the reset era thread that, um the weird order. So in terms of all these titles, so Advent Children before crisis, I think that was like a very niche cell phone game that had a lot of uh, a story after before even crisis core. So It was like a, a prequel to crisis core, which was a prequel to final fantasy seven. Uh, which is kind of crazy. So before Crisis, of course, Crisis Core, Dirge of Cerberus, and then Ever Crisis. So they weirdly have uh, a uniform numbering, A, B, C, D, E, which is very interesting. Um, but a first soldier is a little weird, since that doesn't necessarily fit. But, it's very weird. A C B C C C D C E C. It's weird. I mean, you know, you can you could get your put your tinfoil hats on and, you know, start speculating like crazy on that. Um, but very interesting. <laughs> it seems uh I believe no more who is known for, you know, uh the the very actually let's look these up. Let's be accurate with these. I don't want to spoil what I'm gonna do. Don't wanna spoil. So you got the ever loving great titles, standout titles like Kingdom Hearts three hundred and fifty eight by two or or the title I like Kingdom Hearts three hundred and fifty eight divided by two days. <laughs> Um, Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance, which is just—it just—I don't know. It's something about when game developers uh embrace a, a consoles titling too much. Something about that bothers me for some reason. It just feels kind of um disingenuous, if you will, where it's like you know, it feels. It feels too gimmicky for me personally, I mean, in some cases, some rare instances, it does gel together and flow together, but in a lot of instances, I don't think so, but I digress um, what was it was some it was some really sadistic stuff going on. Was that really it? There was some uh really weird title in. Maybe I'm thinking about uh some anime fighting game. I'm thinking of, so never mind. <laughs> thought I was thought I was gonna go somewhere where really substantial, and I did not. But you know what? That's the flow. That's the gen and the, the ebb and flow of this show. So fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah. So pretty interesting. I'm definitely excited for whatever. Well, I guess it kind of depends on what this is. Ever Crisis. I don't think it's the next Final Fantasy 7. It get it, Maybe it could be a subtitle. I doubt it, though. But I mean, they, they claimed they're going to be really quick with pushing out, you know, reasonably pushing out uh Final Fantasy 7 you know the next part since the first one didn't technically end um remake the whole game so yeah i think it's definitely got to be some spin-off that's what i'm thinking it's got to be some side spin-off thing maybe maybe like Specifically, exclusively for Nintendo Switch or something that'd be pretty dope if they like put all of Crisis, like Crisis Core, for the Switch and PS Four. I can see it. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but it's definitely gotta. It's highly likely it's gotta include uh Zach or and or separate off to some extent i would assume or the aftermath of that yeah i don't know very interesting though but these trademarks were registered so at the same time we could probably it could be a long time till we hear anything about this but i think it's definitely worth you know bringing up discussing Moving on, um, and just like some <laughs> very unexpected news, uh, not not the highest of expectancy, but pretty much fairly up there. Uh, Lucasfilm Games uh, announced. They actually announced multiple things. Actually, they, I guess, the biggest takeaway though was that they seem to be not no longer exclusive to ea anymore which is i think good because you know ea is ea i think that should go without saying i think a lot of people are aware of their reputation nowadays so you know so just to quote this comment uh from their article starwars.com announcing this uh, in terms of Lucasfilm games, Lucasfilm games, which I think is new, I don't think Lucasfilm games has ever hasn't been a thing. Yet. I think it was just Lucas Lucas Arts was generally the 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 studio around a lot of um, uh, Star Wars related games and stuff like that. So, continuing the relationship that resulted in the reinvigorated Battlefront series. The critically acclaimed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and multiplayer hit Star Wars Squadrons, Electronic Arts, will too play a big role in the future of Star Wars gaming. We're really proud of the games we have created with EA, Riley says. We will continue working with them and our relationship has never been stronger. While we may not have a lot of details to share at the moment, We've got a number of projects underway with the talented teams at EA. I don't know why I got grizzly there, but you know what? It works. That <laughs> oh, might have been a throw. Um, so, yeah. So, in line of that, um, they announced a uh, big open world game, specifically with Ubisoft's Massive Entertainment. Um, so I don't think there's a lot, a lot of details, but this is supposed to be a fairly ambitious open world star Wars game. So this, and wow, this is technically the first time that a company outside of EA has produced a star Wars game since Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012. So ending nearly eight years of exclusivity and uh oh yeah they're also doing a new Indiana Jones game which also falls under the umbrella of Lucasfilm games so oh yeah and that's that's going to be produced by uh developed by Bethesda Game Studios so maybe possibly that might have some <clears throat> title exclusivity maybe another feather on the cap of um of a Xbox Kind of maybe somewhere i guess if if we can tie something close to it like similar to similar to spider man to some extent uh which would be pretty cool Licensed game that's exclusive uh at least more than likely console exclusive exclusive to uh the xbox or something like that so that's crazy, man, that's kind of surreal yeah, I've always associated. Uh, Star Wars games with EA and now that they're no longer or at least exclusive at least um, that's pretty dope um, I I feel like uh, with a lot of these various IPs and stuff my uh, interest in Star Wars has been increasing I've surprisingly like went to the premiere of uh, all the new trilogies that came out recently um, well you know recently relatively in Star Wars Guess it's <laughs> Star Wars time, but um this is cool though. Um I'm not sure if I would it depends. I have to see that trailer, what am I gonna be doing open world wise? Or we, we talking MMO stuff, we talk about Grand Theft Auto, let me steal your uh speed bike bitch or something like that. that would be kinda cool though, I'm not gonna lie. Um so yeah. And then uh, I think Todd Howard with that one game for Bethesda, I think he is, yeah, executive producing that. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's legit. That's legit. So that's pretty crazy. I think that's probably the most unexpected thing that's definitely happened, uh, at least for this week for sure. Definitely is won the award. The most unexpected news. Most unexpected. Moving on. So you heard about that? Uh, heard about this small company called um, CD Projekt Red. I mean, they might have made this little game called Cyberpunk 2077. Well, have no fear, they are here again. Uh, actually the i believe the director of Cyberpunk 2077 he uh they basically made a a YouTube video statement um regarding you know I'm sorry we've heard you <laughs> guys we've heard you we will do better we have not justified uh the money we've taken from your wallet that much so what we will do is promised that we will do better and hopefully we will because we are not kind of sure so yeah um interesting interesting uh i did see the video um i mean it at this point i think it it's really a matter of like actions speak louder than words at this point you could talk talk somebody's ear off, but if you're still doing the same actions, it's just not really going to not really gonna add up you know um there's there's some disconnect there, <laughs> and you know uh I think in our current environment these days, people see right through that, and especially including the the extended transparency of of, uh, games media specifically. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just people see right through that and how everything is so immediately communicated and trans translated and stuff like that. Um, yeah, at this point, they, they just got up. They just got to back up these words, claims by actions, some weird claims they made about like, uh, procedure of um, you know, uh getting review copies out where, you know, it was pretty much just the PC version and then the console versions uh of surprisingly came out super late after the game released, you know, so people could uh buy the game first and then have outrage after, but only until after the games were purchased without having a um educated opinion on at least for a lot of people who more than likely were PS4 users, base PS4 users, base Xbox One users, God forbid, um, that um, you know, not knowing what they were getting into and be basically being screwed and set up to an extent, and that was the other thing too in the video they like, they seem to downplay a lot of the discrepancy with the Xbox one and base um, base Xbox one and PS4 versions where they made it seem like uh, we tested it and it ran just fine for us. It, it was pretty, pretty good. I'm not sure why it happened where the game is, was absolutely terrible for base PS4, Xbox one users. And then on top of that, he was also kind of throwing shade At basically, (laughs) I guess technically throwing shade at themselves for throwing shade at themselves for basically, how do I say it? Trying to appease uh, the PS4 and Xbox One base market. Uh, where it made it seem like basically the development, development for the Xbox One and PS4 versions of the game were holding the, somewhat hold was holding back the overall development of the game. So, but then it's like at that point, just wait, just wait for next gen. Well, I mean, all, all in all, obviously for all this, pretty much the game wasn't ready, and they they should have just um, waited, delayed it again you know, indefinitely or whatever. I think I I for sure this is a prime example for sure. I'd rather have a delay than to you know, have something that's super unfinished and overall detract from my experience from the game. So that's that's at least how I feel about it. Just disappointed, you know. It uh, it's like something that could have really blew my blew my mind, but you know, it didn't really. A little tad disappointed, but again, I I I uh, prefer, I mean, it didn't feel necessarily like critical pathing, but I did get to the point where you're like, yeah, let me just play the finish the main story because I was just so bummed out by just the consistent amount of bugs I got that were to the point where they were just annoying and very much detracting from my experience from the game so I'll most more than likely revisit um, a couple of well at least I don't know more more than likely word of mouth will probably get me back in see if like you know like hey did they fix it yet alright alright now just leave and then come back hey did they fix it alright okay so yeah so At this point, they got approved to actions, but at least in terms of somewhat trying to create some accountability or something like that, uh, they did display a roadmap or give us a roadmap, disclose a roadmap to us uh, regarding their plans. So they're basically going to have three patches for between... um, Oh, no. Okay, so they they mentioned the patches before the new year this year and then after that they're going to have a patch 1.1, 1.2 and then they just have this very vague <laughs> window of uh, free DLCs, free next gen console update uh till 2022. So I mean that's 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 better than nothing. They give us something. So hopefully those two first two patches will be beefy and you know that'll be the biggest question like what will they do will the ps4 and xbox one versions be saved who knows i don't know they 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 i think they shot themselves in the foot by um developing for the base consoles consider even though at the same time considering this game was announced like in 20 yeah 2012 (laughs) it's 2021 (laughs) that's kind of that's kind of surreal now that i think about it (laughs) they announced the game in 2021 i mean 2012 and now it's 2021 uh and all this mess is happening well i guess it didn't technically release in 2021 but for most people it probably did because of how horrible it was at launch and even pc i mean a lot of people ran and raving about pc but to be honest I mean, a lot of stuff I ran into was just pure, just, just annoying, annoying enough where it's like it was literally fighting me. It was literally fighting me to play the game. I was like fighting, like, a, like a test of attrition, if I wanted to play the game, which that's never a fun experience. I can only imagine for people that I don't know, maybe do that. I don't, I don't know. It's horrible. Anyway, moving on. Uh, in some very juicy rumor news, well, I guess rumor, but not necessarily news, but you know, it kind of somewhat go hand in hand. Uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl rumored to begin remakes and coming this year for the nintendo switch so i think uh i think a lot of people uh saw this coming Uh, i thought the more popular option was going to be um black and white but i think if you look at the release cadence it may kind of line up i think Just to get a better idea of the timeline. Uh, video games. So yeah, just looking back at the generations. Of course, we got the original OG Pokemon's Red, 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 and Blue in the U.S., Green, uh, Red, and Green in Japan, and then Yellow came. After that, then we had so that's considered Gen One, Gen Two Pokemon Gold and Silver, Pokemon Crystal, Gen Two. Then Gen Three Pokemon Ruby Sapphire, Fire Red Leaf Green, Pokemon Emerald. Personally, from the Pokemon games, I have I played not that many to be honest. Maybe I've, I've pretty much after Gen Three is when I fell off, but. Uh, probably, I'd say I really like Gold and Silver. Those were probably my uh, those were my jams. I was a gold boy. I got I had to get that gold. Um, so they did remake Gold and Silver for the DS, I believe. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, but sticking to the timeline, Ruby Sapphire for Gen Three: Fire Red, Leaf Green, and Pokemon Emerald. And then Generation Four. This is with the DS. Uh Diamond and Pearl. So yeah, so that was the DS. Pokemon Platinum. Uh Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. So that is the remake of Um Gold and Silver. And then Generation Five, which was still in the DS. Pokemon Black and White, and Pokemon Black Two and White Two. <laughs> that is kind of a weird name, but um <laughs> I kinda I feel like, well, at least if that game came out in this time zone, it'd be like, uh, which one you pick? Like, I pick white. I'm like, Why you, oh, what you trying to say? You know, you you, you pick white and you could have picked black. Is it something you're trying to tell us? <laughs> I doubt that ever happened during that time frame, but that's kind of funny. That I'm pretty sure somebody made that joke to some extent, but I digress. Uh, Black and white, black and black, too white, too. And then Pokemon X and Y, uh Pokemon Omega Ruby on Alpha Sapphire. I forgot they remade that. You need to check that out. It's a lot of these Pokemon. I do want to catch up on. Uh Sun and Moon, Ultra Suns, Ultra Moon, Generation Six or Seven? Seven. Uh Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and then Gen Eight. Pokemon Sword and Shield, just the latest Pokemon. So Diamond, Diamond, <laughs> uh, Glistening Diamond and and uh, Shining Pearl. That I mean, Game Freak, Nintendo, you know who to call. All right, I mean, you uh, we gon' we to forget you took my name for your console and not give me any money for it, but that's fine. That's fine. You want to be like that. Okay. But come on now, Nintendo. I'm helping you out. Okay. Listening, diamond, shining pearl. Come on. Come on, Nintendo. My god. Helping you. Give me my money. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> uh, what's that one mean? Uh <laughs> Uh, I think it's uh, one of the girls from set it off (laughs) She's like I I want my money (laughs) I want my money now Uh, I gotta look that up I got to oh man I have to look that up I have to do it this is it's obligatory. It's obligatory. Cleo. I want my money. Oh, I need that money. Cleo. Copyright striking coming. moi And Titi. Titi? <laughs> she ain't getting a cut. Oh, fuck that. She didn't do nothing. To your shit. Now, if you want to kick my ass, then come on. Let's just get it over with. Cause I am sick of your shit. I'm so sick of it. I need that money. <laughs> that money. I need that money. <laughs> okay, when we're I need that money. <laughs> oh god. I need that money. Oh, <sighs> that killed me. Okay, one more time. One more time. I need that money. Get it over with, cause I am sick of your shit. Sick of your shit. <laughs> I need that money. oh my god <laughs> oh man i am oh and it's taking me out that's taking me out okay all right <sighs> i got my fix Hold my cheeks <laughs> i need that money oh. oh my god that's that's great i saw i think i saw that movie but you know it's like one of those movies you always see on uh movie sh- movie network you watch it maybe like 20 30 minutes then switch to something else or whoever was watching the tv was or you know you had it in as background noise that will set it off for me pretty sure it doesn't end well <laughs> i would assume uh if you know the plot um at least through transfusion osmosis whatever you call it okay i know i'm sounding uneducated but it's okay Okay, back to. <laughs> I love how we went from Pokemon, <laughs> we went from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl <laughs> to fucking set it off. <laughs> hey, you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Not even gonna lie to you. Not even going. I ain't gonna hold you up like that. Um, so yeah, at least in terms of cadence. So. Earl, yeah, that was 06. So probably next would be black and white. Maybe considering black and white two, maybe they'll probably mix those together. So that's cool. I hear that's the one of the best Pokemon that a lot of people ran and raving about, which I've never touched <laughs> games probably like sell for like twenty two two hundred and fifty dollars or some shit on eBay. I don't know. It's it's just it just hurts. It just hurts so bad. Either way, uh pretty cool though. I think I I hear Diamond and Pearl are pretty legit though outside of that. So cool. As somebody who has <laughs> Sword and Shield and Sun and Moon and never barely played them. Um this is great. <laughs> Uh one of these days. Uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm, I'm catch I got, I'm, I'm catch them all. All right. I think I'm playing. Watch out. Call me switch switch to Pokemon Master. Wait on it. Wait on it. Moving on. And somewhat weirdly kinda related news. Uh you know that one Harry Potter game with that one horrible person that we won't talk about. Uh, who made the thing or made the the IP more or less Um, it has been announced that uh, Hogwarts Legacy has been delayed to 2022 so there you go I'm not I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan I used to be a pretty decent fan when I was a kid you know with all the books and stuff but uh I ain't gonna lie to you to say I'm not I'm not interested at least in this, from the very like leaked. I guess we got a trailer for PS5 during a PS5 uh, announcement, I think. So maybe it's not all bad, but you know, it's cool. You know, I maybe would have liked to swing my wand a little bit, see what I get. You know. LaGuardium Lavosa on these (laughs) hoes. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, for people that are really excited. Here comes the depression train. Chee (laughs) chee. Oh, forever. 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 Love it. Um, and that pretty much covers all the news for this week. Uh, but one thing I forgot to touch on last week is, as I, I air got itch, itchy, um, I'm looking right at it, but I, <laughs> the words weren't coming out. Uh Reset Era uh has a fantasy league, which I did join. Um we started this last year. I joined my ass got beat to shit. And I guess we'll uh I think it's a pretty cool topic to bring up in terms of recap of last year. So for those that may not know, uh um FantasyCritic.games—that is the site. Uh, pretty dope site. Uh, big, big shouts out to uh, the creator of of the site. Um, he's great. I saw a Easy Allies video where they basically, of course, they there the they kind of what um started the whole trend. I even though it's probably been going on for a minute, but at least. Uh, media wise they kind of popularized it I'd say that's pretty safe to say Um, and watch that video of their new drafts for this year and kind of the new rules and uh, additions they made and stuff like that so Um, yeah so at least to recap from last year uh, in terms of my picks uh, the best uh, publisher out there Hidden Secret Games I know you've, you've heard of them um, they're really great. are very reputa- reputable, you know. So, uh, at least the games I picked, Resident Evil 3, uh, sitting at a nice 80 Metacritic, 10 points. Uh, even though I was personally a little disappointed, it still somewhat uh, showed, uh, showed up a little bit. Then, uh, Bayonetta 3, which uh, we still have no clue on in 2021. Uh, nothing. Nada. Did not release no points, no more heroes three, Probably one of my most anticipated games, I'll say even this year now that it's been uh because it's been unfortunately pushed back um to uh this year, hopefully uh so that did not release, which again means zero points for my ass, Street race four, I did believe in it and uh thankfully it delivered 84 metacritic 14 points uh also if it's pretty much anything higher than 70 you get points so that's kind of the limiting the limiter if you will where you know the basis to uh kind of measure and get points off anything higher you get uh you get um positive points anything lower than 70 negative points uh tom clancy splinter Cell 2020 did not uh did not come out (laughs) i wanted to believe overwatch 2 that was felt like a pretty safe bet did not come out crossfire x again another title that was promised to be released did not come out (laughs) uh deep down this i ain't gonna lie this is like is like throwing from like the fucking f- two football fields uh, away, and uh, well, did not release. <laughs> um, Deadly Premonition Two. Uh, this is where I kind of got a little personal. I think I uh, I wanted to believe that, con- especially considering. Previous Deadly permission game that Suda, um, not Suda, he a made that uh, they would improve a lot. This was going to knock people's socks off. At least that were in a niche of the game. And boy, it did not. <laughs> 61 Metacritic, therefore negative nine points. Uh, probably the biggest uh, achievement personally for me, though, uh, for last year was Demon Souls 2020. And man, that was the best call I ever made, best guess I ever made, cause it was very, it was very in the dark if this game was actually gonna come out, if anything. So I took a chance. I'm like, you know, hearing some of the rumors, I'm like, I think this might come out. And sure enough, along the release of the PS5, sure enough, did. 92 Metacritic, 24 points. You love it. And I had some counterpicks, which uh, for those that may not know, counterpicks basically work where if other people on the team have a certain game and you think at least if you want to play, play smart, if you think it's probably not going to release that year or is going to review very badly, uh, that is where you would counterpick a game. So at least those games I did counterpick was uh, Horizon Forbidden West which did not release as well as uh Babylon's fall, which did not release. I think I got mentally, I got that mixed up with, uh, and I don't even remember it now. Uh, what is that? Godfall. See all these, these, these loose terms fall. Godfall, Babylon's fall. I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> I thought I was thinking that was Godfall, whatever either way both did not release zero points or any you know so um and then that leads to my final points being 38 which is very very depressing <laughs> I mean on on my side I did I did uh I did do a lot of gambling like you know deep down uh, uh Splinter Cell 2020 Demon's Souls did pay off for me but I did take a lot of shots in the dark, thinking and hoping that they would uh, release, just because I betted on them that you know they'd be more solidified for some reason, which sure as hell was not the case. So I lost. I was like, uh, out of technically, technically, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven people on the team. Uh, I came in sixth, <laughs> so you know what? Sometimes the balls don't roll in your court, and then uh, then you just gotta you gotta dunk with them. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta do that, you know. Um. So, with that being in mind, let's move on to this year. This year, this season of uh, fantasy critic games show you my picks for this year. If I can find myself. Yeah. So, Hidden Secret Games is back, baby, for 2021. Uh, Here are my five picks. Uh, Elden Ring. (laughs) Uh, Part of me thinks that maybe this possibly might not come out, especially with COVID, but at the same time, I think From Software definitely has a very reputable... Consistent um, release uh, cadence um, that I think will save it, and and it actually come out uh, probably fall of this year. I'm guessing, uh, maybe even spring, if they you know do a surprise announcement. Because it's been pretty pretty much blackout for since uh the game awards in 2018 so i don't know i think they could be well on their way uh to this being out pretty at least by this year so that's at least why i felt i had to get Elden ring in there and knowing how people are gonna love it so that was that was my first pick partially wanted resident evil village but i was like ah I don't know. I think at least like having my perspective as a fan of the third person games, I personally thought that maybe it would not be that good. Well, let me rephrase that. Um not be outstanding compared to Elden Ring, at least how other people would perceive it. Personally, I know I will I will thoroughly enjoy it with the minor detraction of a first person camera compared to third person you know um and then second back for blood i think this is going to be like a undercover hit that like um a lot of zombie fans are going to eat up and i think critically it's going to do pretty good cuz you know these are the, this is a, essentially left for dead 3 pretty much so i think a lot of people are are anticipating waiting wanting it and uh, i think it's going to do good so that's why i chose back for blood and then, you know, I had to bring it back. No More Heroes 3. I really believe and hope, <laughs> at least, this is going to be one of the best, um, one of the best No More Heroes games in the series. Um, hopefully. <laughs> uh, you never really know with Suda. It's, I know personally I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it, but I'm not sure of the general public how they will receive it. So we'll see. And then I had to give me a surefire hit, surefire consistent one. And that is Call of Duty twenty twenty one, whatever that is. Um which we don't know. I'm curious if maybe it could be Modern Warfare two, I think maybe, I don't know. Either way, uh I felt that's a surefire hit. The Call of Duty games sell like gangbusters. Uh, every year um, I think it's just a surefire hit surefire bet uh, next I got Metroid Prime 4 uh, cause I think it's about time I think it's about time this game been cooking in that oven for long enough it's time Metroid let yourself free let us all see you wear that dress skirt down the, you know down the lane or whatever. so that is why I chose Metro Prime 4. So those are my five games at least to start everything up. Um a little discrepancy I have with our league at least. I really feel like we should not have remake, well not remakes, but remasters. Cuz I'm seeing uh somebody on the on our league picked up picked up um, Disco Elysium Director's Cup which I feel is kind of cheating because it's like we already know the game is good so what's the fun in? what's the fun in that if you already know the game is good it's like you basically just got a guaranteed spot where a lot of the thrill is in the unknown which I think I'll discuss with the um I'll discuss with the uh the group, see what they how they feel about it. I doubt it. I think it's too late at this point, but oh well. I do got some uh some uh some initial bets I made. Uh, I did also. <laughs> I I didn't learn from last year, so I am starting to. I am taking some shots in the dark <laughs> as well. So we'll see. We'll see. But just thought I. Uh, Of course, because this is a gaming podcast, thought I'd just fill y'all in on that very nerdy aspect, (laughs) which is kind of funny when you think about it because this fantasy critic spawned from fantasy football, which is essentially spawned from video game or basically a way to gamify sports, which is kind of surreal when you think about it either way i am thoroughly enjoying it i think i'll at least try to do this every year if i can um pretty fun as somebody who's i, I at least consider myself fairly knowledgeable in a lot of games uh most of the at least bigger widely known games if anything but um so yeah so <laughs> it's funny i like while i was picking these games i'm like thinking, man is, are these what people think uh, uh, uh about football players and you know athletes in terms of fantasy sports and uh i would assume so and I, 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 of course i know the dynamics are slightly different in some some takes but <sighs> whatever uh for those that uh, are curious i, I believe for fantasy Games, you can um follow the league uh we're sitting at uh uh, pretty pretty respectable number of one followers <laughs> so if anybody's curious to see my progression within the league how i rank up throughout the year uh because those that may not know basically how it works is that like we start off with five games i think our limit i know it depends on the, the league you can some leagues you can have it very high and whatnot um i have five games i can draft so basically more than likely more than likely the big big events like uh at least what what remnant of e3 or what equivalent there's going to be this summer and i guess that's really the biggest part and then of course you know the various little trinkets of new game announcements probably the game awards probably going to be a big one uh, well, I guess that's kind of tough because, yeah, the game awards generally towards the end of the year. So I guess that's probably not. But, you know what I mean? You get little peppers of, of, of unexpected game announcements and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So, again, if you want to follow uh, the league I'm competing in, which is called Era's Best League, if you uh, go to fantasycritic.games, uh, you can check out how I stack up throughout the year. Uh, let's hope I don't blow all my load in one shot, which may happen again, because I partially want it to happen realistically, but being unrealistic about it, not happening. So there you go. And that pretty much will conclude. Well, I guess that, I guess that's technically not news, but thought it was a worth, worth, worthwhile segment to include. Um, my god, three twenty a.m. Jesus. That is crazy. That's how late. Um shit is getting recorded. But you know what? I wanna get this over with for the for the week. So um let's talk about what I've been playing lately. Uh actually surprisingly, I have been getting back into modern warfare and slash black ops and the weird transfusion. That's become, I I mean, as hard to fathom as it is currently, uh, generally it has been pretty good um, with a couple of downsides. I think I want to say I mentioned before, but the biggest gripe, at least specifically for Xbox Series X, is um, there was a stealth update like way back in December or around when the Series X dropped, I think, where basically... Uh, the game generally depending on you know various factors will frame rate wise run from um 100 FPS to 120 or at least in that range um, and it's it's been it's more so the game I'm pretty certain because uh, for some weird reason it, I guess as a maybe result of that it uh has this weird stuttering issue, I've been experiencing at least, where literally the game like will stutter, like um, at certain frames, which it gets to the point where it's like distracting. I've been starting to play it to the point where now I'm starting to get used to it, but I think it's because at least lately I've been playing Warzone over traditional multiplayer for um Modern Warfare. So I think because of the because the map is huge, even though I know they use a different procedure in terms of programming that lets what am I thinking of that makes streaming the video easier if that makes sense. But I don't know. Uh, I can at least say like when I'm playing Co War, we this 120 FPS just fine. But when I play Modern Warfare. It just has a lot of stuttering. And even other games uh like I think I mentioned previously before Gears Five, Halo Master Chief Collection that all got one hundred twenty FPS uh, um updates that uh I think it's the game is the culprit. Uh they've it's been like two months now, haven't heard not a peep about any attempt to resolve it at all. Um so that's kind of disappointing and annoying (laughs) as well but i do will say at least specifically on the black ops side i have recently now started warming up to black ops at least initially after playing it for a bit i it just didn't really feel that great but i don't know maybe after i think after being away a few patches and coming back it feels uh a lot better to play it felt felt like so I potentially see myself at least getting all the main guns, maybe like the assault rifles, SMGs, uh, at least maxing those out to use in Warzone war zone. And uh, maybe that's it. I don't know. But uh, that is a, definitely an achievement for that game where at least at least I was previously very off put by it uh, for some of the mechanics and just, <laughs> I guess, realistically, it not being modern warfare as well so but it has grown on me now so uh then after that I've been playing all that Monster Hunter Generations no no not world but ultimate Monster Hunter Generations ultimate that is the best Monster Hunter don't get it twisted <laughs> Uh that's probably weird as hell but I don't know man somebody who's uh played Monster Hunter for a good while is something about uh it's something about Generations Ultimate and I guess more loosely referring to the older Monster Hunter before world that I feel like I miss if that makes sense where it's like um I don't know just the the nuances the the, the difficulty uh the the kind of unforgiveness that's more pertinent in uh this compared to world it's in in a fair amount of cases well i mean uh if you factor out the fucking elatron with the fucking skill check um aspect to him but outside of that i don't know i just a part of me just was craving for some like classic monster hunter you know what i mean so That's what got me to start playing that again. Also, (laughs) I know I talked about it last episode, but just to touch on it briefly, the 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 weird immense desire to like be the best because (laughs) (laughs) because of that one moment uh, at Magfest last year that for whatever weird reason is still burning me (laughs) and bothering me. So of me just like to, to try to rub that off and prove myself that I am I am worth it. I am capable that uh I am <laughs> I'm hunting all these deviant monsters just to prove myself. Um which is pretty funny for me personally, but <laughs> cuz it's so like remedial. Those dudes fucking forgot about me by now and I'm like <laughs> I, I I refuse to be in this situation again. just thinking about it again it's so funny <laughs> it's like literally being in a lobby of a monster Hunter game but in person uh but i think <laughs> what made it worse was just again all the build up to it i like literally bought the game again technically digitally because i'm like you know what i actually plan on playing a lot of monster Hunter. and then <laughs> And then, you know, after spending like, what, two hours or so downloading it, then being ready, I'm like, all right. all right, let's let's hunt. And then, oh, uh, yeah, you 75, bro. We can't play with you. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's that's still funny to me, man. Oh, man. I'm going to prove my man. I I reach one milestone. I am now hunter rank 100 or no let's crush that. 115ish. So talk to me or say something nice. I don't know. Um so yeah, so pretty much yeah, just uh grinding and uh hunting deviants to get to get that just to just to put that icing on the cake to to literally prove that I'm capable. Uh get that big ass crown next to my name. That's my next goal all this work for just some, just some crown your name, but you know what? It's worth it. Uh, then of course, um, I guess so consciously, um, monster Hunter rise. Uh, the demo dropped last week as well. Uh, played a decent amount of it. Um, I pretty much played all the weapons. Uh, yeah, played all the weapons in the demo. Uh, at least, like, just to get a feel for them, see how different they are with the new Wirebug system and stuff. Um, I do have to say, it is pretty impressive, especially especially considering it being developed for the Nintendo Switch. It does look pretty damn good for a Switch game. I do have to give it that, especially having the scale, the scale of Monster Hunter World, for the most part. I mean the worlds aren't like they aren't huge or anything like that, but take a sip. Hydrate yourself. <laughs> just—that's the commercial. I just drink a big vat of water. Hydrate yourself. Um, lost well, my train of thought. That was some good water. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, in terms of the, the map scale, it definitely for somebody who's never played the demo, I guess. The map is very Monster Hunter World E, but you do get some. It is much smaller compared to Monster Hunter World for, um, you know, I'm pretty sure evident reasons. But outside of that, um, it's legit, man. It uh it's weird. It feels like you see a lot of uh of um what's the word, like aspects of uh Monster Hunter Ultimate in this one, which is cool, which I think may get me to well, make it feel fresher than it is. Um so there's that. I mean the demo felt pretty hard, at least from my play. But I get, i think because I'm so used to having super high defense and high attack—that it, uh, that's more than likely why. Because I'm playing with base weapons. Um, but I mean, the mobility is pretty cool. Those new mobility options are pretty dope. Um, you can—you there's a lot of potential to get real creative. I know some YouTuber is gonna make some ridiculous video of him flipping 28 times, doing some X. I don't know. Just, I'm just shooting. I'm just shooting bullets, seeing if I shoot anybody. <laughs> shooting bullets, seeing if I shoot anybody. Um, I guess one thing I'm slightly bummed out about, but again, I'm reserving further judgment until the full game comes out, which I know I'm just gonna play regardless. But um, it felt like the, at least the sword, the weapons I main mostly, which are generally. I guess firstly the long sword and second secondly the uh great sword um it seemed those weren't as beneficial with the wire bug implementation as other weapons, at least from you know mes- dabbing around with a lot of them uh it seemed like the dual swords like benefited a lot from the the wire bug with like uh the, the advanced mobility and stuff and um yeah, that's I guess that's the only thing I'm slightly disappointed in. But then again, I mean they're, they they could have left a fair amount of stuff out. Um let alone like, you know, charms, armor charms and stuff I know can like, you know, totally mix stuff up too. So we'll see. But at least initially playing a demo, that's at least some at least if any negative impressions I had where it felt like just the swords weren't really benefited enough from the wire bug implementation um but don't get me wrong like the long sword has like a cool dope counter you can do um and it also another wire bug move is kind of like a mix between monster hunter worlds long sword well, I guess mainly that really but like a truncated version of monster hunter worlds long sword like uh attack where you you know like uh due to one special attack where he runs up on the monster and does a downward uh, downward cut. <laughs> Gotta enunciate, enunciate that downward cut. Um, so, I don't know. But I, I will say, uh, one, one, one weapon that's looking very enticing for sure uh, that I totally didn't have any radar on and technically haven't really necessarily played any monster hunter with it was that motherfucking hunting horn, man. That boy looks so damn dope, let me tell you. I mean, dude, dude was like sliding, doing like uh, break dancing while he playing that horn and shit. And then he making it look so flawless and dope. I mean, I don't know. I might come on my son rise. You might see a new main. You might see a new uh, hunting horn main. Uh, and i think overall they just made the experience uh way more streamlined in terms of like uh i'm pretty sure the older monster hunter games you had to memorize very intricate combinations uh of notes uh to you know boost your team and yourself and stuff like that but now all that is literally on the screen where you can actually see um various uh moves uh what 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 each combination does and they also streamline the combos where it's like just generally two button inputs so overall i don't know that uh that uh, hunting horn is looking pretty nice i have to say i'm definitely gonna mess with it i think uh at least from hearing keeping my uh, ear down in terms of the uh monster hunter community it seems that's the biggest like revelation of this demo is that like hunting horn is the truth um especially the damage it does at least from um the demo, at least, and you know, think uh, outside of that uh, exponentially. That uh, damaging it might be, um, other environments. I think it's a lot of potential there for sure. So, we'll see. But uh, I'm I'm definitely digging it. Um. I uh, forgot the uh the mountain mechanic. That actually is pretty dope. I do like the mountain mechanic in uh in the in the, in the game. Uh, it definitely has a lot of potential to pre to, to do some have some pretty cool moments um, where for those that may not know, I think we explained it in the last episode, but you basically can literally. Well, it's like a, a progression of mounting a monster where basically you can literally control the monster yourself and fight other monsters uh, in various uh, situations as well, uh, which is pretty dope. So if you control it right, you can basically literally take control of the monster itself, which I think is something that like I think a lot of people never thought about and totally makes sense now. I mean, maybe it's a little weird with the wire bugs and how you can literally control a monster, but you know, suspension of belief, especially for Monster Hunter, where there's a lot of very questionable aspects to the game. So with all I'm talking about this game, clearly I'm I'm, I'm going to play it. You know, I'm going to play it either way, either way, either way. But I do overall, at least from a demo specifically, I do love the the, the additional mo- mobility options, um, the encouragement of explorations, uh, exploration, where it seems to be a lot of incentive for you to explore the environment more than other monster hunter games where, you, you know, you're ge- generally just like one track minded to fight with other monsters rather than, um, um, you know, explore environment before doing so. Where it seems like there's like uh, armor defense upgrades as well as health upgrades and boosts that will benefit you. Um, but it's still unknown if like this will solely be the what am I thinking of? Solely the the only method to increase your armor and health which i doubt but you never know um i i don't see yourself always having to memorize a critical path to try and um you know try to get all your health before facing an epic monster that just doesn't make sense so i don't think that's going to be the case but i think it's just a little a little more incentive let's say you could probably get carded and lose your uh eating bonus or something you can at least make something out of nothing and then just, you know, run and get all your get uh health boost and uh stamina boost and stuff like that. So um that was pretty cool. I did I did like like that uh at least attempt, at least initially seeing to um encourage more exploration in the game. So um but yeah, I think at least all in all that pretty much is my demo impressions of monster hunter rise looking forward to it baby March twenty sixth, I think not too long not too long um I guess recently I was playing uh, (laughs) one of uh, (laughs) one of my friends had this uh, itch to uh, play some monster not monster uh, overwatch so I was like you know what it's been a minute there's a lot of changes that have been happening. Let me, let me go see what this is about. And man. I, I totally forgot how fun Overwatch was. I guess, you know, af- after playing it so long, especially in 2016 and 2017, and then kind of falling off subsequently years after. Really dope to kind of get back in Overwatch. Um, thoroughly enjoying it. Um. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's Overwatch. Uh, messed with some of the new characters uh, a little bit uh, Echo she seems pretty cool she's kind of like <laughs> she reminds, she's like the Saint Shang song of Overwatch it feels like where she can literally copy any opposing character's ultimate or character where she'll then perform an ultimate of that character which is kind of pretty OP when you kind of think about it but I don't know where she stands in terms of meta and you know the meta discussion and all that I'm not too deep my feet aren't too deep uh, in Overwatch just yet, but just having a couple nightly sessions so far, uh, pretty fun. Pretty fun. 10 out of 10, we'll do it again. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing recently. Uh, so let's go into uh, what I've been watching, and of course, of course, Attack on Titan uh they were they were uh they were playing with our balls first where uh they uh i guess there was some delay in the episode premiere and I'm not sure what it happened with that but either way episode finally came out and man you know what I think it's worthy to get spoilery you know what uh i'm i'm a i'm a spoil spoil without spoiling i'm try i'm a try please bear with me Again, if you are sensitive spoiled attack on Titan, um this is your chance. Um, yeah, man. Uh I guess the, the biggest take back from this episode is revenge, payback, uh turning tables. Um but yeah that's probably the biggest ones but uh it it's something very fulfilling yet concerning that like uh how do you how do you say it it's kind of like um perception where you know I think a big discussion uh in terms of Walking Dead specifically um you know with the whole Neekin Negan and Saviors versus you know um Rick and uh you know his crew uh, that, you know, like if we started to show uh, from Negan's perspective, uh, we more than likely would side with him Um, where, you know, they did somewhat explore that a little bit where they were, you know, uh, making um, the main characters of the walking dead seem very like, like uh, we're not any better than them type of angle where, you know, they, Kind of played that. That's definitely vibes I got from this. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It's like, of course, but it's like at the same time, fuck them up, Aaron. (laughs) That's that's literally where I was like, I don't care. Fuck them up. Uh, They fucked you up. Fuck them up. So that's kind of at least where I'm at with the show. I feel like they're trying to uh, form some empathy and try to make you sympathize with the, uh, I guess, technically perceived enemies. Um, but it's like, fuck them up Aaron. I don't, I mean, just, just fuck them up. I'm pretty sure it's way more intricate, probably more deep in the, the manga and stuff, but that's uh, just, that feels like it's a whole nother agenda to try to accomplish, but I digress. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Cannot wait for next episode. Uh, all I know, somebody getting fucked up, somebody fucked up um, so yeah outside of that um, that's pretty much all I've been up to alright damn <laughs> um, so yeah I think that'll conclude episode 87 of switches Sights the Midnight Hour nope I said it wrong the Midnight Hour edition I've gotta do it Midnight, Midnight Hour, hour Edition. edition. Um, and I really need to formulate like specifically the cadence of the spiel. Yeah, uh, if you did like the podcast, whether you're watching from your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, or I think it's Google Podcast now, or did they switch back to Google Music? <laughs> Google Music, um, Podbean. Does anybody use that? I mean, I think I'm on there too. So I mean, there's no excuse. YouTube. If you're the type that like likes to just pop up the video, but maybe just listen specifically, maybe you know, uh, shift to another tab. I don't blame you. I won't. I won't guilt trip you. You know, hey gonna get this voice either way (laughs) um yeah feel free to like rate subscribe on those platforms uh any feedback is greatly appreciated as well good or bad um you can also catch this podcast uh being recorded live on twitch tv slash a switch which i generally like to record at um around 4 to 5 p.m. ish on thursdays but of course, the lovely demands of uh, my job. I uh, totally fucked those plans up, of course. So uh, that is why you <laughs> have a late night episode today. Um, or Early, I guess, depending where you are. Um, you know, that's life. You either go to roll with the punches and fall or kick somebody in the head and get your ass up. I don't that doesn't really make sense, but you get the idea. Um, you can also catch archives of this podcast as well uh, on video form at youtube.com slash aswitch where uh, I do upload every week of these episodes also so um yeah so I think um, I do it every time I do it every time that uh is gonna conclude the show for this Johnny. week um yeah pretty good week well <laughs> outside of the you know politics and whatnot which i i'm at the, i'm at the point where i just ugh, it's just it's irritating so i'm not gonna talk about it again like i said before but um yeah guys uh of course always thanks for watching or listening and or listening uh always greatly appreciated um yeah till next time guys uh don't cough <laughs> don't touch people that don't want to be touched uh get your game on oh yeah Nobody's safe.